Welcome everybody to another episode of All Comic Interviews. If you were paying attention last time, we got to interview Andrew McLean uh, of Apocalyptic Girl and Headlopper. You should check that out. He's a cool guy. It's an awesome book. Uh, as soon as you can get your hands on it, you should buy it. Today, I am joined from across the, the great waters um, by uh, uh, an artist that I really, really, really enjoy. So I'm absolutely stoked. Uh, Mr. Uh, Declan Shelby. I think he's there anyway. Hello. There he is. Okay. I think he thought my spiel was going to be longer than that. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Just... <laughs> so, how's it going today? Not too bad. Can't complain. Uh, yeah, for I wanna, the moment, anyway. For the moment, yeah. Until I start talking, and then, yeah, then you'll just want to leave. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's jump right in. I want to just quickly kind of cover some of your Marvel stuff, because I think that's where I initially kind of discovered your work. I think it was actually on Remender's Venom, maybe. Maybe something before that. Are you completely done with 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 Marvel stuff now, or for oh, now anyway? Done with them. I'm done. Fuck Absolutely them. done. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, um, I, uh, it's just it's just covers now, really. Um, I uh, I I think I decided if I was going, I can't remember when when, when I was wrapping up Moon Knight. I figured if I was going to do something creator owned, then it would be best to concentrate on that because of an awful habit of um. I was when I was working on like Thunderbolts. I was doing uh, Northlanders on the side, and when I was doing uh, Venom, I was doing Conan on the side. I was really, really wearing me down and burning me out. So um, I decided I should really go one or the other. And um, I, uh, you know, and I've done I've done like a short story or two, but um, I pretty much just limited to covers basically because that way I still get to kind of like play in the sandbox. But you know, it takes like a day's work instead of like six weeks work you know yeah that makes sense and it's it's still good to see your work uh, every now and then are you just doing covers for marvel then or is there other covers that you got in the works as well um yeah i just finished a run of uh, covers on um, black cross which is the the warren ellis book at dynamite um, right basically uh, i basically took the job just because um i figured it would be a wise to do a book linked to Warren in between the time where Moon Knight was off the, my issues of Moon Knight were off the shelves and injection started. So, um, there was a bit of a career, you know, there was a kind of a career, uh, decision there, but, um, uh, I do a lot of image covers now, actually. Um, since I, since I kind of, uh, wrapped up as a bunch of work at Marvel, I'm trying to think now I've done one for, um, Autumn Lens, Descender, uh, did two for Witches, I'm doing one for Mythic right now. Um, Oh, deadly class. I, I, mean, I just, I don't know how, I was trying for a long time to get on covers when I was at Marvel. Like I could not get on covers for like a couple of years. And now I'm just getting asked to do them all the time, which is great. I mean, I love, I love doing covers there. For me, they're a different type of design challenge than sequential page. But at the same time, they, they, uh, they really, um, uh, Hey, sorry, the cat's on the counter. Get down. <laughs> Cat problems. Trying to smell the dinner. Yeah, she's smelling the dinner. Get off it. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, slowly but surely, I just got more offers. So I've actually had to kind of like stop myself from doing covers now because they're actually just distracting from doing injections. So I have to to kind of knock a lot of them on the head now. She sounds like you're trying to uh, match some Franco Villa numbers there with the amount of covers you got going on. Yeah, I guess it's weird because like you know you're not seen as a cover guy when you're doing sequential pages sometimes. And then all you really need is people to kind of see you doing covers long enough where they just, you know, they get it. Like I was, I think it was, there was a finally Venom when I got to do my own covers at Marvel and I, thought I was there two years at that stage. 
you know, I think um, maybe editors don't want to overload you with work. They just want to keep you getting the pages in. But um, I really didn't like a lot of the covers that were being put on the books I was drawing. And for, from an artist's point of view, if I was, say, working on a book for like six weeks and another book for six weeks, so then, you know, in six months' time, I've done maybe five books and each one of those covers is a cover artist that I do not like. And then, then if I got to do maybe like an interview about my work, all that would be illustrating those things are, is what drove, it drove me mad one time. I did an interview and all the work illustrating, you know, the piece interviewing me was not my artwork. And if anything, it was artwork I hated. So I was like, I, I, I just, you know, it's kind of like quality control to a degree. It makes sense. I mean, you know, that, like, that... look, if I, if I suck, if I suck, fine. You know, <laughs> like, if you think I suck, that's fine. But at least I'm consistent, you know, it's consistent within the story and the, the cover. I, I quite like when my covers are me and the, the, exterior, the, the, the story is me. I, I completely agree. Uh, your, your Venom arc, probably one of my favorite arcs from Marvel in the last five years. I absolutely oh, blown, thanks. blown away by that. Uh, just, just perfect. Uh, but you know, when I, when I think about stuff like that, where you get a cover that's, you know, not even similar to the artist of the inside, but, uh, She-Hulk comes to mind, you know, those covers were insane. And then the inside, it's just a completely different style. You know, I, I, I definitely enjoy when the interior artist covers as well, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it, it's it's weird because I did um, I did Northlanders of Vertigo and I did Conan of Vertigo and both of those books, all of the, the covers were by um, Massimo Carnaval. Right. But you know what? I was okay with that because that guy is so fucking good. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That is, an, is absolutely amazing. So, like, for me, kind of the the kick was, like, I'd see him drawing because at Dark Horse as well, excuse me, you, you end up working far ahead of... Um, of uh, of the publishing schedule, so I was seeing covers by Massimo based on drawings I had done in the story, which for me was just amazing. You know, I was like, I was, oh, you know, knowing that he saw what I drew, <laughs> I got a great kick out of that. But I mean, yeah, there's there's some guys who I don't mind. Uh, JP Leon did a cover from issue of the Massive. I'm fine with that. You know, if there's a guy who I think is amazing, grand. But if someone's on my level, then I'd prefer it be me. But of course, now I'm a complete hypocrite. Because I'm doing loads of covers for books <laughs> that I'm not drawing, so you know maybe I'm just maybe I'm just uh, getting getting revenge for maybe all the all the artists on those books are like I hate this crappy Shelby cover. <laughs> yeah, damn, those colors are great, but this cover, man. Exactly. Yeah, Eisner winning colors, but uh, yeah. yeah, the drawing sucks. They, they couldn't get an Eisner winning artist. Come on, come on, Declan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, Why did she even work with this guy? <laughs> just, just you know, just uh, charity work, man. Just charity work. Yeah, emotional blackmail. <laughs> uh, you know, and not, you you mentioned Northlanders, and I guess the, I guess that must have been the first time that I saw you work. Then I just it's been so long since I've read that series, and I love that series a whole bunch. But I, I might have to go back and read that now. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it was the um, the last big story. It was the the Icelandic trilogy, and it was set in three different time periods. So there was three different artists. It was uh, Paula Zasada, me, and uh, Daniel. Je- I can mangle his second name. Jerzel, Je- Je- I think it is. Or um, I'm not even like amazing- Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing artist. But um, yeah, so it was, it was the three of us kind of doing the three different time periods, and I was delighted because I loved that book. And I remember once, like uh, years ago, uh, I was taking Geordie around um, the National History Museum here in uh, in Ireland, and. Um, 
and there was all this Viking stuff and you know, Jordy. I think I think Becky Clune had just done an, inter, uh, an issue of Northlanders and Jordy was like, "Oh, I'd love to see you do an, or, an issue of Northlanders." And I was I was answering like, "Yeah, okay, Jordy. I'll just I'll just call DC and call Brian Wood and just tell him to give me an issue." Shut up. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> and then like I think a couple of months later, I got an email from Brian asking so. And I, I think at that stage I knew the book was going to be cancelled. So I think that was it. I was happy working away at Marvel. But like I was like, this is the only chance I'll ever get to draw this book, you know. So, so I just jumped on it. And uh, I, it was, in a way, it was one of the best things I did because it was just so different from the superhero stuff I was doing on Thunderbolts. Um, and it really kind of it made me kind of rethink the kind of work I wanted to be doing, you know. Like, I love superheroes, but, like, I also love non-superheroes and um, I think it led to like why I want to do injection uh, now, uh, which is a plug. But um, in just that, uh, as much as I love love superheroes, you know, and now I've been uh, say four year after four years at Marvel, I'm kind of like you know I can give this a break for a bit and come back. Uh, there's other types of stuff I'd like to do too, you know. And I think Northlanders was the first time I'd really had a proper go at something that was you know really well made, really well colored. Like it was working for Vertigo which was a dream of mine for years and years, you know. Um, yeah, that was savage. I, I'm really proud of that. It was just three issues, but I'm really, really proud of them. Yeah, that was a damn shame that got cancelled, especially, I mean, you, you hear about it. I can't remember who I was talking to. Maybe it was Mike Ruth with the recent Expo or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, Brian Wood was basically saying that uh, it got cancelled because it wasn't selling very well in trades, but the singles were selling crazy, so they just decided to, like, end it to try to sell trades. That's <laughs> That's, that's weird. Well, I don't know. There seemed to be a lot of books. I don't know if you recall at the time, like, and again, this is pure speculation. I don't know anything one way or the other. But I mean, I think that's when DC was changing hands and, you know, it was before the new 52. And I think, I think they were, I think they were wrapping up a lot of things like Scalped ended around then too, if I recall. And, um, yeah, that's know, true. I, kind of a different direction altogether. Yeah. Although, I mean, if you think about it now, that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, Vertigo has been been struggling to kind of have, you know, new books uh, that that really hit like that. Um, in, in in my in my opinion, at least, um, some of my favorite Vertigo books are no longer going. Yeah, I, I agree. They 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 haven't quite had the presence. Some of the books I've read are really good, but they haven't had the same presence that they had. And I don't yeah. know, you, you never really know what the cause of that is. But, I mean, it could, it could just be because image is a better option for people nowadays. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, I mean, like, back in the day, you know, Vertigo was the dream because it was where you could go and you could tell different types of material and they would give you a race, you know. And there's all these reasons why, you know, basically Vertigo was the, 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 the palace you wanted to get to. But uh, I think now, I think, well, image has just changed the landscape of, of what really creator-owned is. And I mean, doing something at Vertigo is essentially, you know, doing something that's yours, but not completely the way you want to, yeah. and not completely getting to own it. And if that's your, if those are your options, or those are your, you know, what's offered to you, then fair enough, like, you know, um, like, I'd love to do a Vertigo book someday, but I mean, uh, I, I think it came down, I remember when um, I was offered a Vertigo book around the time um, I was working on Moon Knight, and that's what actually ended up me doing a book with Warren at, at Image was because I thought about if I did a book at Vertigo while I really like the people there and I love the material they produce um, uh, Geordie wouldn't get a colour credit on it you know on the cover I, I, know that's, I know that sounds stupid but like she works with all these great guys you know and if 
I didn't want her to have to do a book for me for free, if you know what I mean. You know, I, um, I uh, no, they, go ahead. Sorry, I, I should, sorry, not for free, but I mean for as a favor. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I don't want to toot all comics horn a little bit here, but I know that we were definitely among the group that was really clamoring for that. And we know we, uh, in, our, in, our, in our reviews, we like to make sure we cover that. And, you know, they get their own section within. So I, I completely see where you're coming from and 100% agree. Um, you know, that her not getting, you know, the, the credit rightfully deserved just isn't something that you want to go after, well, you know I mean, what I mean? I think, I mean, and in fairness, um, not to talk to you in school or something, some creators aren't great for it either. I mean, I mean, it, you know, some, some creators don't even credit their colorist in, on their creator own book. It, it depends. When you're talking about a company, that stuff is across the board. And um, now, in fairness, Vertigo do actually credit colorists now, but at the time, uh, when it was offered to me, they they weren't doing that, and uh, I was I had to go like, well, you know, she'd get a good rate, um, but she wouldn't get any percent. Like, because I, I would say to Jordy, what would it take if I wanted you to do a creator on book? And she'd tell me what it would take. I'm like, wow, if I did something Vertigo, you know, that wouldn't match it because you wouldn't get to own it, etc. etc. Like, and um, at this stage now, like, if if you want a good colorist, you really need to be prepared to give them a stake in the property. Or, uh, you know, give them the credit that they're deserved or, or whatnot. Because they're so responsible for the book getting to the printer on time. And they're so responsible for, the, for no matter how good you are at drawing. Like, the colorist is the person who's, who really makes you look good, you know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm good at drawing comics, but I know that my work looks better when Geordie colors it, you know. Or if, if, I, if I couldn't get Geordie, I would, like, talk to Matt Wilson or Matt Hollingsworth or Elizabeth Brightweiser. There's... You know, there's a very few group of people who are really going to make your work better. And um, from an artist's point of view, that's what you want to invest in. So if, you know, if if, if, that, if what it takes is the colorist to want to have their name on the cover or they want to have a, a percentage in the in the ownership or in the, or in the royalties and whatnot, I think those are those are the real decisions creators doing uh, creator-owned work are really going to have to, um, that's the kind of, this, those are the kind of things they're going to have to consider to get somebody good. Um, now the company again. Those were my options. Was Jordy wouldn't even get cover credit. I don't think that's good enough, you know, because she do the book. I know she would, but she would do it as a favor to me, and I really, really didn't. <laughs> I really don't want her to, to do a favor for me. You know what I mean? It just, if anything, it just, it's just probably not good for a relationship that uh, if she's to work every day as a favor. I just, I just wasn't comfortable. So at least with 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 image, she gets everything that she wants, and you know everything's. Everything is above board and, and perfectly good, you know. I uh, yeah, I you, you know you. Sorry, to, I, you, I don't even know. I can't. I can't remember what you even asked me there. Sorry. Neither can I. It's okay. It, it was a it was a great little rant, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, like you listed some fantastic colorists uh, in that just you know little section there. Like Matt Wilson is fantastic. Obviously, Holling, Hollingsworth and and Kelly is really great. Um, but no, I, I agree. The bottom line is, I completely agree that given your given the choices. Um, plus, I mean, you know, one day she's going to come calling back for that favor and you don't, you don't want to owe her, you know, who, who knows what she's going to ask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, but so I think at that stage I'd said to, to Warren, like, oh, I might do this vertigo thing. And he said, why don't you let me write something for you and take it to image? So there was just no, there's no offer that could possibly beat that, you know, no matter how, like whatever Marvel would offer me, uh, just, it just, um, I, you know, I was trying to think what would be what would be the best thing I could do at Marvel. What would be my dream job to do at Marvel? And you know, I imagined what it would be. I'm like, would it be better than doing a book with Warren? No, you know. So it was just a it was such a, an amazing opportunity, and 
Um, I really went for it. Oh, come on. Nobody says no to Warren Ellis anyway. He asks you something, you do it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, let's, uh, pretty let's, much. let's talk about that then. Let's, uh, Moon Knight, I, uh, I wasn't super familiar with prior to your guys' run. I, I went back and read some Bendis stuff to kind of get a better idea, but your, your, those six issues, uh, and again, um, they're probably some of the best, the best arc, you know, right up there with your Venom stuff that I've read from Marvel in a long, long time, and Marvel's had a lot of good stuff lately. Um, you, you know, actually, I, that, that's a really great compliment. Thank you, because I think you're right. There's a lot of really good stuff coming from Marvel at the moment for like different audiences and different art and different uh, types of storytelling. Um, it, it would be, you know, it would be very easy to do a good book at a company if there aren't a lot of good books. But um, the competition was high. But uh, I'm, re- I'm really, really proud of um, that run. It was, it was uh, so many books I'd done beforehand. Like when I was working on Venom. I was taking over for, uh, I think, like Tom Fowler at the time. And um, on Deadpool, I was coming in after my Cawthorn. And so much of kind of like working as an artist at Marvel is basically, you know, someone hands you the baton and you run with it for a while. And so, then you hand it on to the next guy. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight was different, whereas the character hadn't really been around for, like, didn't really have much of a spotlight for a while. And we were kind of given just the opportunity to do something different, which is something I've really been wanting to do because wanting to put more into the artwork is you can't really do that when someone's already kind of made what a book looks like you know you can tweak things a little bit like if somebody gives you uh deadpool i can like i can tweak with how i want to draw that guy but i mean at the same time i'm not going to completely revolutionize the way the book is seen um uh, that would just be weird for the readers it's weird enough already looking at a different artist but with moon knight i could just do exactly what i wanted to do it exactly what I want from the very beginning. So I really gave you know, I took some time off and I thought about it and the color approach and talked to Warren and I really feel, felt like I got to build something a little different. And um, uh, so, you know, we did six issues, walked away after six, but of those six I can, are without a doubt the best thing I've ever done. And I, I can be, you know, wherever, whatever flaws there are, I can just be really happy with exactly what I wanted to do. I did get, I didn't have to, you know, compromise on any on any ideas i had everything i wanted to put in there is in there so i can just walk away happy and i i personally can't think of any flaws that come out of that book um i will the flaws are that's my job (laughs) well yeah of course i'm gonna see the flaws (laughs) well then for us normal people it's an absolute shining perfection gem of crowning achievement from you and jordy and and warren ellis and it, it really you know brought back the character in my opinion in a really big way this this the the direction and the look and everything was that kind of a, a collaboration between you and Warren Ellis? Did you come back and be like, hey, you know what? Let's do away with this with the big cape. Let's try. Let's give him this uh, this new look. How did that? How did you guys decide this new direction? Oh well, I mean, to be fair, all the ideas were Warren's, really, as in uh, the three different person, you know, three different kind of costumes, um, uh, what the costumes were. So, you know, one was the suit. The second one was the superhero outfit. A third one was the the bone costume, but I mean, you know, I could have redone the suit if I wanted, but I I liked. Uh, he had been seen in a suit in an issue of Secret Avengers, and I just thought it worked, so I didn't see the point of really messing with it. And um, the second one was a superhero costume, so that was up to me. So I redesigned the costume because I really like doing, I like doing costume designs. Um, so that was great to get to, because again, if I draw Moon Knight, I don't have, need to worry about anybody else's take because I have my own now. Um. So I got to redesign that. Co- I got to design that costume, and then with the bone one, that was interesting because I was kind of like 
trying to figure out exactly what Warren wanted, and I'd send him, you know, some roughs, and he'd be like, you know, his I liked his note was like crazier. You know, <laughs> normally the note is like, you know, rein it back in a bit, but um, no, his note was like go more insane, uh, which was just exciting. Um, but um, as regards like maybe the 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 color approach, that was me and Jordy, um, Jordy and I, I should say, like uh, I had. I'd seen um, Jordy kind of use a more minimal uh, rendering, or even no rendering on um, Brian Woods on Ultimate X-Men run, and Kitty Pryde had a white costume. I think Brian had the idea of like not really you know, rendering it that much. I remember that had stuck in the back of my head. So when I was working on Moon Knight, I think I'd just done a Batman short story. I remember thinking how I use, you know, when anybody draws Batman, they, they go with like, you know, solid blacks and Lots of shadows, which I would, you know, which is definitely what I would do if I was drawing Batman and when I did draw Batman. But um, what would be interesting about Moon Knight is the very opposite of that, like like no color and just be white and really play with him as a as an element of design within the book. So I wanted to play around with that, and uh, you know, it's one thing for me to say that, but but you know, I could say to Jordy, just don't color Moon Knight. But I mean, that doesn't you can't just not color a character and make it work. Jordy was able to kind of like you know, come up with more, because to me it's a very dark book, but it's actually a very colourful book if you look through it. It's lots of, like, intense greens and, uh, and blues and, and, and whatnot, but I think it's all the more colourful because of all the blacks and the um, the, the grey washes and the textures and the design approach with white. In order to make all that balance, you really need to use colour to show lack of colour, you know? Absolutely. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I was trying to reach it and grab it, uh, but it's just out of my reach and my cat's being an asshole. Um... <laughs> But uh, I think it was the, uh, what is it, like the, the crazy mushroom scene or something? And, oh, yes. And, and like those colors, that was, man, that page is just nuts. That whole sequence is nuts, I guess. And I remember actually first seeing the, your, the design and the choice to go with kind of the, so the stark white Moon Knight on this backdrop. I think it was the image where he's like jumping across the city or something. I think that was yeah. one of the first ones that was released. And I mean, I know for me, I just immediately connected with it. I, I think it's it's it was a fantastic idea that worked really well. Man, I, I mean, again, it's another book that now I want to read all over again. Uh, just <laughs> just talking about it again, it's like, oh, you know, I haven't I haven't read that for a little bit. And I want to go and sit down and read it all and just say screw everything else for the rest of the day. I know, and that's that. I mean, thank thank you. Um, uh, that's what I love to hear because remember, some complaints were that it was a very quick read, um, which doesn't bother, but. It was like, oh, well, I guess it is a quick read because there's not a lot of dialogue in it. But I mean, what I like about the book, what I what I think about the book is, it may be a book that you read fast the first time, but it's a book where you are going to go back and reread it and reread it and reread it. Whereas, I mean, I think there's an awful lot of other books that may take longer to read an issue, but you're never going to read it again. You know, there's plenty of comics I've read that I'm like, oh yeah, that was grand, but I mean, I'm not going to go back to those unless the art was amazing and I love the artist's work. I'm not going to go back and like you know, analyze the dialogue or go through and count how many words were in it. Um, whereas I feel that like, what, what, you know, what you, what I think what every artist or whatever, whatever writer wants is to have work that's going to, people can go back to and enjoy again, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, if you go to like, there's so many TV shows where there's so little dialogue now, but it's all done visually and comics are a visual medium. So what I was hoping was that with the drawing would be something that you can kind of go back and re-appreciate rather than it just be a very kind of like by the numbers, carrying the story from point A to point B in a, you know, conventional way. There was a lot of unconventional panels and unconventional ideas in that book. And I think the the thing that pissed me off the most about that whole series was that you guys only did six. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a common complaint. I mean, Warren was doing six. I was told that from the very beginning. Um, so it was like, do you want to do six issues with Warren or none? I'll take six. You know, like um, I'll, I'll I'll take what's going. Um, I mean, I was told that like they try talk him into doing more, but I mean, I think Mar- from looking at what Warren's decisions, I think when it comes to work for hire, he'll dip his toe in and. He'll completely revolutionize your character and make them way more interesting than they were before. But then he's then he walks away, and the stuff that he sticks with is is his creator own work. You know, I think that's the stuff that he he invests in. Which, to be fair, I think is the right thing to do. You shouldn't be investing in work for hire more than your own work um, if you have both going. But um, I think that was the thing he was he was interested in telling six stories, and he told them. And then rather than stay in the book and not do a good job, he was like, you know, I'm done. So then it was up to me whether or not I was going to stay. And he said to me about this, this book of image. So it was just a no brainer, really. I, I think as much as it, I was upset that you guys left, I, I think um, it was a good idea for, for you to leave at the same time, kind of close that proverbial chapter of, of that book and, you know, let the next, and I guess now they're Marvel's what running every, every arc, they're changing creative teams and stuff. So, I mean, I guess that, that left that option for them. Um, yeah. I mean, they, well, they often change the artist and keep the writer like, Pretty much all the time. Yeah, but just for I felt by leaving with Warren at the same time, there is a, uh, for lack of a better term, a purity to the six issues that keeps them at that that one thing. So when uh, Brian Wood and Greg Smallwood came in afterwards, I feel that their six their six issues are very similar. Like um, I think they did a great job. I loved those those issues. The only thing that annoyed me about them was how good they were. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, you know, I think that there's a purity that rather than just having Brian come in and write the bits that Warren would write and me draw them, uh, I feel that um, what Brian and Greg did is is more their own thing rather than just kind of like piecemealing, just kind of, you know, um, try, trying to uh, put tape on a, on a leaky leaky ship, you know. Yeah, um, trying to continue try, work from you guys. Yeah, try, and... try, keep, yeah try, try keep the thing going, like, whereas, you know, if me working with another writer, I mean, I've worked with Brian loads of times, and I love working with Brian. I would work with Brian no problem uh, again, but um, it will it wouldn't be the same as working with Warren. So I think you'd notice a change in the book anyway, and then people would just blame Brian for that, and then you know, I just don't think that would be fair. Whereas I feel that would because Brian and Greg came in together and left together. I think there's another a purity with those stories that really works, much like what what happened with me and Warren. Plus, having Jordy do both really helps. I think. Yeah, that that did help tie it together, and obviously, there's only one Warren Ellis. Uh, so, no matter who you are, you're not gonna you're not really gonna be able to uh, continue his crazy train of thoughts and his ideas and stuff. Well, I think I think Brent's a great idea of taking what Warren did and and playing with it. But yeah, I think if there's more than one Warren Ellis, we should all be terrified. <laughs> I think we should be terrified of just the one. Um, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> I have read some of his novels, man. Like that guy's out there. Don't, don't even get yeah. me started about uh, Transmetropolitan, right? So I guess I guess you keep mentioning it. You keep saying injection. You keep saying injection. Sorry, I no, guess sorry, I, I, no. I, I just realized it probably is just like you know. Hey, that is interesting. The thing you're talking about. Anyway, injection. No, I don't mean to. The by all means, if there's other stuff you want to talk about, I. I'm, I'm, no, I no, no. I guess we'll do everything. I don't want to seem like do. I'm just trying to shoot. It. <laughs> hey, I'm a busy guy, all right? We'll talk about injection. Oh man. Um, so hey, how did uh, how did that? You said Warren Ellis decided to, to essentially write a series for you at Image because Vertigo didn't work out. 
kind of what yeah, you're saying. Um, well, no. In, in fairness, uh, I I could have I could have gone for the go around, but um, when I got that offer, I think um, because I'd been told, oh well, you know, Warren's only going to do six, but you know, maybe we'll have him do more. Um, so I think uh, I got that offer from Vertigo. I was like, maybe I will do something. Because I was, I was thinking that after four years of Marvel at that stage, you know, I'd worked on Thunderbolts and Venom and uh, Deadpool and uh, uh, Moon Knight. What would be next? You know, what would I want to do next? And, um, you know, I was like uh, 31 or 32. And I was like, well, you know, I've never done something that I actually own. You know, like nothing, and I'm like really pretentious and in, in, in indie minded, and like I, I've I've nothing done that's for myself. You know, I can't I can't do a print of a character I worked on because Marvel owns those characters. You, you know, you know what I mean? It's it's little things like that where you're like, wouldn't it be nice if we could do this? No, I can't do that because that's not my character. Um, little things like that uh, would always would often pop up. So I was thinking at this stage, just for myself, you know, for my own. Um, uh, security even having something that I own could only be a good thing um, so you know maybe I'll do that so I was considering the uh, the, the vertical thing when I just mentioned said to Warren you know are you definitely just doing six or if you're doing more than that just let me know and like I am on board but if you just do six I might do this vertical thing and he he responded saying if you know why don't you let why don't you let why don't you let me write something for you and and we'll take it to uh, image and just that sentence itself is the most surreal fucking thing I've ever been sent, you know. Um, I was like, yeah, sure, Warren Ellis, I'll let you write something for me. Yeah, I guess um, so, if you want to. I guess so, if you have to. Which, but again, that was all, all, also more interesting because he didn't say, hey, I've got this script if you want to draw it. Uh, which happens sometimes, you know. They're like, hey, I've got this project with you. You know, maybe I think it would suit you. And that's all well and good. But um, the fact that he's like, I like working with you, so why don't I just make something that we can work on together? Which was amazing. Um so he asked me to like write a list of all these things that I like, like TV shows and books and music. And so I did, and he kind of sat on that for a while and then just started sending in these ideas. And, you know, like, I'm just like, yeah, okay, grand. Yeah, grand. All right, I'll do that. Um, uh, I don't really have much input in the way of like, I don't say what I want him to do, but he knows what I like. Therefore, whatever he gives me is something that's, if it's not something I like drawing, it's something that it would be a challenge for me to draw in a good way, much like every issue of Moon Knight was. I can I can't imagine um, being being an artist and get you know trying to break out into your own you know your own stuff and, and stuff that you own and having Warren Ellis basically you know yeah I'm gonna do this for you and hey what do you think of this and let's do this and I just I think that uh, would just blow my mind it's blowing my mind right now just kind of hearing about it so yeah well I mean even like okay. Where was I? I've worked with Jeff uh, Parker. I've worked with Colin Bunn. I've worked with Jerry Duggan. All these are great guys. And then getting to work with Warren is kind of like hitting the. It's like you know winning the lottery because, you know, there's terrible artists who've worked with him, and people think that they're brilliant, just because they've worked with Warren Ellis. You know, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, there's amazing artists. Don't get me wrong, but there's some guys I think are terrible, and they've worked with Warren. Um, and but like they have this kind of aura of prestige and uh, genius. So I'm like. Uh, yeah okay i'll take that you know <laughs> if somebody was to just think i'm a i'm a genius because of order warren i will gladly let that up because essentially for a, for an artist you the real estate is like what writers you've worked with you know um and you you're kind of riding the coattails of more famous creators you know up like jeff was a, jeff was a writer at marvel and i was nobody and he brought me in um at a, at marvel and like you know you you're kind of like always trying to bring yourself up and 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 uh 
you know, uh, raise the quality of your brand, for lack of a better uh, uh, term. But, you know, working with Warren gives gives you a kind of a, a, a prestige, which is great. So I could have left Moonlight and done my own thing, but the, um, maybe. But, I mean, doing something with Warren, I mean, if anything, there's certain security. Like, where we, the injection is going to be five graphic novels, say. So I know I'm doing this for, like, the next two and a half years which in a way is actually more security than I ever had at Marvel because, um, you know, you have your book, but, like, I, I took Deadpool, um, w uh, like, because they would let me do covers and I would have Geordie. That was my reasoning for, ta for taking Deadpool. I didn't, that they didn't tell me was that Venom was being cancelled. <laughs> so, you know, if I had if said, no, no thanks, then that would have been boned, you know, if I would, as far as I would have known, <laughs> Venom was cancelled two issues later. So that worked out in my favour, but... Um, yeah, it's you're always you know trying to like find an element of security by who you're working with, and um, I really feel I've kind of you know won the lottery to a degree because I know worst case scenario, and the book doesn't do well, I'm getting to work with one of the most amazing writers in the medium uh, on a book for you know for three years, and you know even if it doesn't do brilliantly, it'll do it'll do well enough for me to get by, and I'll own it. You know, like there's it's just it's a it, there's a there's no lose in that situation. Which, of course, because of my, you know, my Irish Catholic upbringing means, makes me feel very guilty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, you got to have a little guilt to have a little success, right? I guess so. <laughs> How would you describe uh, injection? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't feel that there really has been a, a ton of it, a ton of, uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to say advertising because Image isn't really, you know, big on that. But I just, I haven't seen a lot of, like, press releases for it. And it seems like it's kind of been one of those ones that's going to sneak up under the radar and having read it today, it's going to punch a lot of people in the face. Um, oh, you think so? I think so. I, I think it's one of those ones that people aren't expecting. And all of a sudden, it's going to be like, holy shit. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, yeah, there's no marketing campaign with Image. It's all us. And, I mean, we pretty much agreed to do the book. And we've done some kind of, like, preliminary designs and stuff like that. When Image suggested that we announced it at San Diego Comic-Con last year. Um, which, for me... I was like, wow, like that's big. But um, I think the one downside to that was it was so far ahead of the release of the book. I, I know I don't know how you feel, but I feel sometimes when a book's announced way ahead of time and it takes forever to come out, you're like, isn't this book out already? You know, um, also Injection ended up coming out a little bit later because I think um, I was a little burnt out after Moon Knight and I needed to take some time off. But then I got involved in this convention here in Dublin and things just kind of dragged out. I also very much underestimated the how taxing it is to kind of like make something new whereas like i told you i took all this time to think about moon knight but you know effectively you're just you know you're you're fucking with something that exists it's a lot easier to play with toys that are already there but if you've got to make the toys first it's kind of like <laughs> there's a whole other you know set of like um uh of creating there and uh, that, that i really underestimated that so it took me a bit longer so i mean now it's it's uh may and it's coming out in a couple of weeks. So it's a long period. So I, I really tried to not talk about it that much um, until I think when it was solicited. And then I was more aggressive online with like the the Tumblr and showing images or work in progress. I mean, I have no idea how, how much that really, how much people pay attention to it. I remember I did a convention in November in the UK and, um, and just before that, I did New York Comic Con. And some people really Moon Knight, and they had absolutely no idea about injection. You know, just because it's on it's on the internet does not mean anybody knows about it. So, it's um, you know, when you're you're not w working through a company, you're kind of like 
it's very much down to you how much the word gets out there. So I haven't been I've been actively trying to let people know without annoying them, which I think is a is a, is a difficult balance. But <laughs> there's a fine line there. There's a fine line, yeah. I mean, maybe of cross, I don't know. But um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hope. I mean, you've read the first issue, um, so I'm it's I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm I'm so close to it now. I I I, I just can't. I can't look at it objectively, you know. I mean, Jordy, me and Jordy the other day were like going, I think it's good. Like, uh, you know, hey, shh, stop that. Sorry, the cat's clawing at that. Hi, damn, good girl. Um, uh, this is exclusive stuff you get, you're getting here. But, um, exclusive I, uh, cat chewing. Yeah, yeah, cat, like, yeah, scratching her nails. But, um, I, uh, yeah, we were just kind of like, I, I, like, I think, I think, like, I'm happy with what I've done, and Jordan's happy with what she's done. But it's, but then when you put a comic together and you're just trying to, you know, you're reading the PDF and you're like, it's just so hard to try read it fresh when all you can see is like, oh, I spent a day drawing that, or you know, that was not. I remember taking the reference for that. It's um, especially because it's it's our own thing as well. It's a little harder to gauge. So I sent it to a couple of friends who's whose opinions I would trust as in what they would tell me what they think. And uh, they all seem to really like it. So that's good. Like, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if, if you trust their opinions, then I, I would say that was good. Uh, it definitely, I I agree with the, I mean, announcing it at San Diego and then eventually hearing that it wasn't going to be out until what, April, I think initially, and now May. I, 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 that yeah. always kind of makes me groan. I understand why, you know, that the fucking San Diego monster, they have to announce all this and make it big and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I wish they would just shut up and when shit's ready, then start talking about it. Uh, yeah, you know that's that's fair enough. But I, I will say I would say one thing. At that stage, I had already been asked so many times what I was doing after Moonlight, because I think at that stage, I think issue seven had been solicited, so people knew I wasn't doing the next issue. So I had like a whole month of telling people, "Oh, I'll be able to reveal soon," or be, you know. So I mean, had I mean the reason the book took so long to come out was essentially me trying to psych myself up um or you know trying to do commissions that i hadn't done for the last few years and and taking on too many covers and uh you know like i said i had to kind of like stop myself because it was distracting from the book so you know i would say it is my fault but i mean i'd much prefer wait a while and have the book come out on time than bring the book out too early and have delays happen you know while you're reading it um but i can completely understand uh, get that frustration uh, of, but you know, because I'm trying, I'm trying to think of all the books that were announced at that San Diego Comic Con. I think all of them are out now, except uh, there might Jet. be, yeah, there might be, and I thought there was another one that might have been, yeah, Descender, Tooth and Claw, uh, um, uh, Visible Republic, Intersect, Southern Cross. I think, yeah, I think, I think, did they announce oh. the Snyder Lemire book at San Diego? No, that was at Image Expo. Oh, okay, it Since. all kind of, it all so, kind yeah, of blends just... together. Yeah, no, no, of course. Um, all the stuff, yeah, all the stuff that's now at San Diego, when our book is now, has has been out already. In fairness, but um, no, I, I completely understand. But at that stage, I was already getting like uh, so swamped with like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like after a month, I'm like, I don't know how long I can not say this. <laughs> um, so I kind of, I'm, I'm glad it happened when it did because then I didn't need to. I, you know, everybody knew then I could say what it was. Um, but again, at the same time, I'm also aware of like people just like being so sick of waiting they don't even pay attention when the first issue comes out uh, that that happens to me i'm like i remember uh, issue one of something or other came out i'm like that's only out now like it you know it's hard to tell but um i think it's it's important that it's done right and i'm happy with the book and it's going to come out on time 
so everything everything hopefully no one's really going to be paying too much attention to the time in between but um yeah i know for me that i'm always the advocate of you know if it, if it gets delayed fine as long as it's done you know right uh if i have to wait longer it sucks but i understand uh, i think for me the the highs from that moon knight arc were still so fresh and it was just like holy fuck this was so good i just want something else from these guys and then you hear well, that and then it's like <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that, that's actually kind of part of the problem because what I was trying to work on injection before Moon Knight. I mean, I worked on good books at Marvel like Thunderbolts and, and whatnot, and uh, yeah, Deadpool was probably one of the bigger ones. But after Moon Knight, I felt so much um, eyeballs looking at me. There was a stage where I was getting really insecure about the the work. I think I'd drawn half the first issue. I was just feeling really, really shit about it. Like, and I think Jordy had to kind of like go, "You got to stop. Like, you're fine. Just keep working." You know, but I think I, I I felt more people looking because before I did Moon Knight and after I did Moon Knight, it's, it's like two different careers in a way. You know, um, I was used to nobody giving a shit <laughs> before Moon Knight, and then all of a sudden, people, you know, uh, however much Deadpool sells or whatnot, um, you know, Moon Knight did really really well, and for a lot of people, that's the first thing of mind they would have seen, and they would have thought it was like maybe they think it's really good, and they want something straight away, but like, um. Yeah, I, I just needed the time to kind of build it and come it together rather than run the risk of crashing and burning or imploding, you know. Um, and, and I do, the back of my mind worry is a too long a space in between. But then again, once the issues come out, they'll be coming out regularly. I don't think anyone's really going to remember in two years that there was like a gap of like, you know, uh, 10 months or 8 months or whatnot. Because also I, I've been making sure I'm doing covers and I'm kind of, scene from an artist's point of view uh you don't want to be forgotten and those books are selling well in trade and whatnot but um that's why i've made sure i did as many covers as i could so people were still aware i was out there yeah you didn't, um, you didn't completely disappear. disappear you didn't completely fall off exactly yeah like actually I did, I did two short stories i did a wolverine the x-men short story and a murder book short story uh you know little things like that but people don't don't often you know they don't really catch those kind of short things coming out so i had to come to a stage where i'm like okay i need to stop doing these short things and just start working on on injection because every short thing i do like every five page short story i do is five pages of injection that i haven't done you know oh exactly um the i I forgot about the deadpool stuff but that deadpool arc was actually really really good too and that was a good thing to if people you know read the moon knight go back and read that deadpool arc then go back and read that uh, crazy venom symbiote arc and you know and you know the thunderbolt stuff like there's, there's lots of stuff people can check out you know to kind of uh keep themselves occupied while they were waiting for injection but uh, uh I'm, I'm glad it's finally here or or damn near close i'm glad i finally got to, to look at it and, and read it um when it when it came to doing your own book did you try to change your style up a little bit did you try to take a different approach i mean i i don't want to give anything of the book away so it's hard to it always feels like i'm talking so cryptic and uh, <laughs> when i when i discuss like andrew mclean's book from the last one you know you're trying to you're trying to describe something to him but you don't want to give it away and he doesn't yeah. quite understand what you're getting right um there's parts where I guess the main story feels a lot darker and then your I guess the flashbacks are you know almost clear and focused um, you know it and it, it just it just looked like you kind of took your, your style from Moon Knight and kicked it up to the next level you know what I mean uh, between you and Jordy it just it looks to me like it's probably your best work to date. Uh, and Moon Knight was really, Thanks, really man. good. Like I said, Moon Knight was Moon Knight was fucking phenomenal between you guys. Um, <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you think so because again, I think Moon Knight is the best thing I've done. So it was really hard to um, 
Uh, I mean, because, you know, I would talk to, to Image and Warren. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Because Moon Knight took longer because I was doing so much grey wash work. So I've got this practical mind on one side and then I've got this artist mind on the other side. And the artist mind says, do the book in grey washes. You know, you did Moon Knight in grey wash. Everybody really likes grey wash. You like grey wash, you know. Uh, you know, keep going with that. But then the practical side of me is like, yes, but I can't do that in in four weeks. It takes longer. And if I want to do an image book, I want to make sure that it comes out on time and there's no dicking around. There's no, what you know, there's no, um, there's no delays. It comes out, you know, it's very important to me. I think it's a certain kind of um, uh, working class or, or Irish upbringing is very much instilled in me. Something needs to come out on time. Um, and, uh, you know, and even if it's the best artwork in the world, I don't want people waiting two months for one issue, that, that kind of crap, you know? Um, so, I was very much conflicted, but I think when I said how much long would take me to do an issue, I think Eric said, okay, well, it's going to take this long for you to do an issue, so you'll release it and whatever. And that was it. They didn't say which I should do. They just said, this is what it'll take for you to do the work that you want to do. And I would say this work, this book is taking me longer than, than Moon Knight. Um, but I can, like, once the issues are in, I'm looking at them, I'm like, yeah, this probably, this probably is the best stuff I've done. Um, so, you know, I, I'm. It's a struggle to do your best work and not. I think there's this double page spread I did in issue three recently, and I, I think I spent four days on it, and um, so it's like a day inking one, uh, a day inking the two pencil pages, and then a day inking, um, the one page, a day inking the other page, and then. Uh, I was a day doing all the washes on the spread and I got to a stage where, okay, I think I'm done. And I stepped back and I was looking at all the things I could still possibly do. And I was, I was about to do it. I had to stop myself. I, I realized, no, that's it. Like, <laughs> and it sounds really stupid, but like you can get really involved in something that you're doing and not know when to stop. And that should have taken me, you know, maybe two days, three days tops, but I spent four days on it. I was nearly going to spend another day on it. So it's those kind of things where, like, you're constantly trying to figure out, you know, how far to go and how, how, how the level of, like, practicality and indulgence. And, you know, you need to be somewhat indulgent in order to be doing interesting work. But if you're not being pragmatic at all, then the book doesn't come out. And, you know, the book needs to be finished in order for somebody to read it. Um, so there's those, those kind of problems. I think what what I do within Injection is um, essentially... I'll say this, that um, there's this team, because I think I get asked to explain the book, it's actually, and I think you were saying yourself, it's kind of hard to, to sum up, but um, essentially there's a, uh, a team in the, the United Kingdom who uh, were basically a think tank for the government, um, and whatever happened within that think tank, they've made something that's poisoned the world, that's going to destroy the world. So we basically um, were introduced at, um, at the present day when it's happened, and everything's pretty... You know, I think I wanted just to make it more tangible and real. That's why everything's grey wash. It's kind of, kind of feels like I'm painting with to with tones. You know, and then Jordy will come in and she'll really make that really yeah, en uh, enriched. And then, um, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, yeah, I do. Yeah, Jordy just came in. What are you doing? Special guest appearance. What are you? Oh, the she's stirring her chili. You're on a podcast. You're not supposed to talk to me. Okay, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but what I decided to do is I would the, there's flashback sequences to before they did it, and I thought it would make the my, there's my my practical brain 
is if um, I could just do them inked pages like I did, say, on, on uh, Deadpool. Uh, it would save me a little bit of time. But also because Warren was talking about doing a different um, color palette for the flashback sequences. And I knew Jordy would do that anyway. But at least if in the artwork looked a little bit different, that would just inform it even more. So I kind of go with just like uh, straight black and white work like I did on all my other books. And then when we're like in the present day world, just so again, so it feels more rich in texture than now. Um, it's like if you're if you're look if you if if you looked at your friend right now and you can see all the details, but if you think about a memory from a few months ago, things are a little less tangible, you know. That's that's actually a really brilliant way to put that. Um, Thanks, I just made it up right I, there. <laughs> I am going to steal the shit out of that now, uh, <laughs> and I'm all, going to all, quote you and make myself so smart. All my reviews are going to say that now. Um, in fact, I'm going to put well, that, like, I, I put that in this review. If in, in some of the flashback sequences, like Jory did color holes on the backgrounds. Uh, so, you know, you see the guys in there in the office and they're all like, you know, black line art. Yep. But the stuff in, you know, like no, normally if something's in the extreme distance, there'll be color holes. But there's stuff that's like literally just the wall behind them, like a, a counter or a cabinet. And Jordy's done a color hole. And I think it's really, I mean, this wasn't my idea, but I like that she did that because it kind of makes um, it makes all the background elements. Even though I've drawn the background, it makes them kind of fade away slightly, you know. And it's it's seriously, man, it's brilliant. The the two of you together are an absolute dream team. Um, every, oh, thanks, man. Everything that you guys do, and he, you know everything that she works on too. Uh, you know, even like separate, is just great. And she's certainly you know one of the top three colorists I'd say in the industry. Um, I agree. And it's you know it's also tough because I see her work with so many brilliant artists that like that doesn't help my confidence. You know, <laughs> you just you just gotta you know. Sip a game up a little bit, you know. She's she's gonna make you look better, so you don't got to worry about it too much. That's true, but I mean, you know, she's working with Ben Dewey on Tooth and Claw and Gabriel Hernandez Volta on uh, on on Magneto, and they're doing they're also doing great wash work. And I look at their work, I'm like, oh man, that's so nice, and it just <laughs> makes me feel insecure about my own stuff. Now I know my stuff is different, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be comparing myself. You know, that's the worst thing you can do. You just shouldn't do that. But I mean, it's hard. I mean, and and also, I mean, the results she has with those artists are different, so. Doesn't it's stupid to compare, but um, yeah, you know, in in my in my weaker moments, I'll admit I'm like no, <laughs> but um, no, I, I I and sometimes Jordy and I have disagreements where she's like, oh, I don't think I'm doing good work, and I'm like, you know, what Jordy does is she does everything that's in my head, like fifty percent what's in my head, but fifty percent is all that was in my head. She adds this other fifty percent that like just makes it better or has more interesting choices, or she'll add this little little like kind of little tiny little suggestions or small little kind of uh, details that just ramp up the work somewhat to, to, to be way so much more better than it is. Absolutely high praise. And I, I completely agree with all of it. Um, I, we do got to start wrapping it up though. We're running out of time here. Sure. Uh, I just really quickly, you're mentioning uh, some of the time it takes you to do these issues and stuff. And it's almost become the norm now with image to kind of have a, a trade release month where everybody kind of takes a break. You get, the trade comes out, people get cut up and then you come back. Have you guys, gotten to that stage where you know you think that's going to be the kind of the route, the route you're going to follow or have, yeah. you, have you even thought about like are you even uh, there yet i'm on issue four now and issue one's coming out in two weeks and um, so i've got a decent uh, lead time but i mean i know it's going to catch up with me soon so I, I it would be silly for me to say like oh we'll just come out monthly no matter what the plan from the very beginning was to have 10 issues come out a year with two trades and it's five books so it'll take two and a half years it'll right, be right. you know two two collections a year 10 issues a year um, so the plan is is that um, uh, issue one to five ship monthly. The trade is out in time for New York Comic Con, and then the uh, the following month, the, yeah, uh, that month which is 
September, October, I think. Um, yeah, the trade comes out that month and no single issue, and then issue six will be out the following month. So even that that one gap month just you know lets me stay that little bit ahead. I think it's it's the only way I can do the work that I'm doing at the level I'm doing is to have just those you know those, that extra month just to like it's not because I don't I won't be taking a month off. I just take a day like two days from each from that month and put it into the month that <laughs> that, that I'm on right now. You know. Yeah, it's not a but break. Yeah, that's it. It's not a break per se. Yeah, exactly. Well, the way I see it, it's like basically. I think it's. I feel anyway. As long as it's a set schedule, it's fine. I, I don't want issues to be late. But if you schedule them, I think if you schedule them enough, people are fine. If they know when it's coming, they don't mind waiting a month. But if they expect it to come out on a day and it's not coming out till a day, or, you know, five months after that, then you're taking the piss. So I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I, and I plus also since it's going to be twenty five issues, I don't want to run into that problem in issue seventeen, for example. Yeah, and then push it back even more. And exactly, yeah. Um, man, I, I could talk to you all day. Like I just he'd sit here and listen to you talk all day and just chat. But like I said, I think we're running out of time here. I got to run. My cats are starting to become assholes and impatient. Okay, um, fair enough. <laughs> where can we uh, Where can we find you on social media and uh, all that fun All that fun stuff. Um, uh, on on all that stuff, um, uh, Declan Shalvey, just my full name, um, ask Declan Shalvey on, on Twitter, um, Dshalv, just D-S-H-A-L-V, um, on Tumblr, uh, the Injection uh, Injection Comic Tumblr, um, I think that's it, I think I'm Declan Shalvey on Instagram too, but I think I, I try to direct all my, my social networking onto Twitter, because um, that's just too much to keep track of, you know? <laughs> Oh, trust me, I know. I think I think yeah. I got an all comic count of pretty much everyone, and I don't think I really look at too many except for Twitter. So, yeah, like uh, I'll, I'll like I'll dip my toe into Instagram and all that and all the stuff. But, I, but I, like I have a Facebook, but I don't. I only keep that for friends that I don't see because I'm drawing comics all day long. <laughs> just just a little window into their lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, I absolutely appreciate you taking this time, man. It's an honor. Oh, thank you, thank um, you. Man. Injection fucking kicks ass. I uh, can't. I'm, wait. Man, I, I'm really glad you like it because you're one of the few completely unbiased people who've actually read it. So like I'm, I'm like I, I actually kind of want to ask you more about it. Like you know. <laughs> um, uh, so I really appreciate I really appreciate uh, you saying that. Like I'm really glad you liked it. I'm really glad I got to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, no, you know what? I'm looking for more. I'm looking forward to it to more. Um, I, I can't wait to really see you guys get into this and and see it get going. Um, but hey, uh, that's it. That's all. So thank you again, and uh, maybe in in you know the next trade we'll have another chat and we'll, we'll sure we'll see how it is and go how it goes from there. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thank you.